0: We continue with our topic of ribis in commerce we're focusing on the ISR called psika psika means to prepay money to a seller who will then provide the goods later at a later date the issue at hand is we're worried that if he's going to prepay he'll be given a lower price a below value price because it's as if he's providing a loan he's giving the money up front so the seller is going to give him a better price because he's getting usage of the money between the time of payment and the time of delivery. The halacha views that as a loan for the interim, and the loan is being potentially paid back with ribis because the price may go up in the interim, and if the price does go up, it will be seen as returning a higher amount than what he actually received. He may have received $100, and he'll be returning merchandise, which are then worth 120 So that will be con- seen as a ribus payment. We said it's only in a because it's a sale, not a loan. So it would not be a Deir Aisa. But still, Midir Abonan, they said you cannot do this. This is what's known as Psika. You cannot prepay for goods because they are considered a loan, the prepayment is considered a loan to the, being given to the seller, to the merchant, who will potentially give a better price, or at the, you know, he's willing to lock in the price even if the price will go up because of the prepayment which is viewed as ribs. So in today's year, we're going to see several heterim when it is permitted to prepay, and it, we find ways around to circumvent this problem of prepayment. So we're on page thirteen of the booklet. Tafsamak Kimul Mudbezin Par Omar Rivnachman. says a fundamental yesayid. This is encompasses all of Ribbis the general rule of ribbis. Anytime you're benefiting, you're getting like paid, so to speak, because you're waiting for your money that is going to be also So this is like the Klal Gadol Badin of ribbis, and it's really, really fundamental. That even though me mean to be over ribbis, it has to be a loan, and it has to be that it's Kotsutz, it has to be a set amount that at the time of the loan, or at the time of the extension of the loan, there's a agreement that you're going to give back more, you're lending 100 and you're getting back 101, 110, that would be ribbis Deiraisa. Anytime it's either a sale, or a schiros, or rental, or some other w- arrangement. So even if there's a benefit to the one laying out the money, it would not be ribbis derisa. Alternatively, if it wasn't kotzot, if it wasn't set as predetermined, the the amount of the ribbis would not be derisa. But the Rabbanan asked all these things, and Rebbe gives this tremendous klal gadol. It's similar to what we say in all of Mishpat. You have the So here, in a similar vein, we have when it comes to ribbis, the big klal is that call Agar Whenever someone is benefiting from the fact that his he's waiting to be paid, either because his he he bought something and he prepaid, or because he lent that merchandise and he's getting paid later. Any form of someone waiting for his money, and therefore he gets a benefit, would be considered aser midraban. Then Rav Nachman continues and says another halach. Vilmar of Nachman, man zuzili someone who prepay he gives money to a wax merchant. He sells like chunks of wax. The kaosli dalid dalid. At that point, the going rate, the market price, is four of these. Wax pieces, like they're called chales, four for these wax bundles, for four of them per zuz. and he says hey and the merchant tells him, if you pay me right now, I'll give you to them. I'll give them to you five per zuz, for each zuz you give me, I'll give you five Khalis. Says Rav if he has them in stock, less then is permitted, but if he does not have them in stock, it's forbidden. Says more pshita, that should be obvious. Why is it obvious? Because if the person does not have it in stock, then obviously it's usr, because he's saying if you pay me cash up front, then I will give you a higher rate than the going price. So that clearly is usr. Even though we discussed yesterday that yotza shar, once there is an established market price, then you are allowed to. Prepay. That's only if you're prepaying at the market price, because then we had the Svaris that we said yesterday that you're not benefiting me, because I could have bought it myself and delivered it now. And the 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 lender slash buyer says I didn't get any benefit from you because I could have bought it myself at this price. But if you can arrange a higher price, you're going to say I'm prepaying this money. You're going to give me a the amount of produce higher than the current go than the current price. That definitely would be there. That clearly is viewed as a loan that you're getting a benefit from because you're prepaying, that would definitely be also. So this arrangement that I'm going to give you four, if the going rate is four for forizos, now I'm going to give you five forizos if you give me the money now, that clearly is also, that's obvious. On the flip side, if he already has it in stock, then there's no loan here altogether. If you're going to give money for something the guy has in stock, then everyone's allowed to give a discount. I can sell my items for whatever price I want to sell them for. We have to deal with I know potentially, but if we both know the going price and we discuss this and we say I'm selling it to you at this price anyway, then that there's, we, we don't have an issue of rib is for sure. Not there's no loan. The, the, the money's being get, being granted and the thing is being given at a discount. Everyone's entitled to sell their things at a discount. So the of course, if he has the, the the wax in stock and he's selling it selling it five for izuz, then obviously it's permitted says, he doesn't literally have it accessible right now. Instead he, he has people who owe it to him. It's it's he has it on credit by other not on credit, I mean it's it's it other people owe it to him. He already paid for it, and it's owed to him by others in the town. You may have thought, since it's, being, it's already owed to him in the city. You would think it's similar to the two cases of the person who's waiting for his son to show up, or it's he's looking for the key. Meaning, this merchant does not have direct access to the wax. Instead, we have three potential scenarios. We have Two scenarios that are definitely permitted. Even though he doesn't necessarily have it in hand. But if he has it in his warehouse and he just couldn't find the key right now, he's saying, wait till I go find the key to the warehouse, that's definitely permitted. Similarly, if he's waiting for his son to show up and his son has access to it, so again, that's definitely permitted. It's not considered that he doesn't have it. That's considered he has it. He just has to get his hands on it. That's totally fine. Here, the the Gemara is saying that you may have thought That if he doesn't have it in in stock, but it's owed to him by others, meaning he already paid for it by his supplier, and his supplier hasn't yet delivered it, you would think that also is permitted, some sort of drop-shipping arrangement. Qumash that is not permitted. The chiddush over here of this member of Nachman is that if he does not actually own it yet, even though he already paid for it and it's it's supposed to be delivered to him, he is not allowed to sell it at a discount for an immediate payment. And we do not say that, why? Since he still has to collect it from his suppliers, it wasn't yet given to him, so that's as if he does not have it, and you are not allowed to accept a prepayment for that item. So we've learned a very important thing as far as the rules of Psika, and that is that even though we said that you're not allowed to accept prepayments for something for that the price has not yet been established, here we see that aside from the hetter that we spoke about, that if there is an established price, you're allowed to accept the prepayment because you can easily get it from someone. Here we have another hetter that even though there's no set market price, if the person already owns it, it's the so then he's allowed to accept prepayments for it even though it's below market price. If he had, or so e- either there is no set market price, or even if there is a set market price and he's charging below the market price, it would be permitted to accept. Payments for it as is, even though the deal is that I'm not going to deliver it till much later. Because I have it in stock, so we see it as if you're selling it right now. We don't see a ribbons transaction and it's permitted. Says Tysus. Very important Tysus over here. Says Tysus. What was the deal? He said, I'm going to deliver it at a later time. So, Isnu Shari Lesnu if he has it in stock, it's permitted. If it does not have it in stock, it's forbidden. Avaldal Bezuza Shari like Clearly, in this case, is permitted to to establish that he's going to provide it at the market price. Because, Kivan Shekeni Hashar, since that is the established market price, the place called shar you are allowed to be place on the shar Shebashuk, like we discussed on the other in the previous shir, because you're allowed to set a price, based on the market price, even though you do not have it in stock, we do not see that at all as ribas. Says Taisis, says, Taisis introduces the concept of Tarsha, which is another halacha of Rav Nachman himself. Tarsha is the opposite when someone is giving merchandise up front. He's giving merchandise on credit. And there, of Nachman says you're allowed to give merchandise on credit and charge a higher rate than the going rate. You're allowed to charge a higher price for someone who is going to be taking the item on credit as long as you didn't say clearly that it's, there's two prices. So, here also, even though there is an established market price, Teises wants to know what's the problem with charging below the market price. Rav Nachman himself says that when it comes to tarsha, when it comes to providing the merchandise on credit, you're allowed to charge a higher price. So why can't you give the over here? Why can't you accept payment at a discount? I mean, he's going to take the take the payment and then provide the the more wax than is given. What well, has that different than later when you're getting the merchandise on credit? It says Taisus. Since there is an established market price, so by charging different than the price, it's as if you establish two prices. It's as if you said that if you give it to pay me up front, I'll give it to you at a lower price, and if you pay me later, when, I'll, when I'm going to charge you a higher price. And that is already us, sir Once you establish two prices, so that's us, sir, They There really we clearly see a ribis transaction that the, the payment or the delivery in, in that's not happening at the same time of payment is considered a loan on the interim. And a difference in price is considered a ribus. So, here too, says Taisvis, that it's only permitted if there's no established market price. Once there's established market price, so now if you're going to give any a different price, you're going to give a discount to the one who prepays. So, that would be considered a ribus payment if he does not have it in stock. Says Taisvis, tais, where Ravnachman says, permitted to give merchandise on credit and then charge a higher price for the one who's taking it on credit, that's only if it's something that does not have an established market price and doesn't have an established valuation. Kuguin Poro Italis tells us it has to be something like a like an animal, like a paro or a talis, which each one is unique and it doesn't have a set market price. Avopairis, in Vyatza Ashar, also has an entire paris, produce which has a set price. So once the market price is established, and so now we know what the price is, so to offer a different price when it's being bought on credit would be forbidden. So again, so we see from Taisus that you're also allowed to prepay for items that are not in the possession of the seller, even though you're giving him a discount, as long as there's no price, for, no known price for the item. That would be, seem to be the converse of this Allah in Taisus, that if there's no known price for the item, if it's a unique kind of item, that we, there's no established price for it, then it would be permitted to sell. So now we go to the Shulchan Aruch. This is on page 14. Shulchan Aruch paskins this halacha of psika, and he gives us the three heteim for accepting prepayments. says the Shulchan Aruch, this is Yeradei, Gimel, Sev Zayin, davar if you're buying something that's worth 12 and you're only paying 10, and the reason you're giving it to him for 10 is because he's prepaying. So If the seller already has that produce in his possession, even if he cannot deliver it immediately because he doesn't have the key or he's waiting for his son to show up, so then it's permitted. If it's not in his possession, it's also is forbidden to accept a prepayment at at a discount. It's also affiliation, even if he has it, it is on credit by others, meaning the others owed it to him, he already paid for it and is waiting for it to be supplied to him, still it would be forbidden because he doesn't own it yet and he cannot deliver it now at the price he is accepting. The seller is is believed when he claims that he has some in his possession and he's allowed to accept prepayments. So this would be relevant. Let's say you have a store, you're going to buy an appliance and you're locking in a price Now it's not going to be delivered for a month or two. So if he has it in stock, even one of them, so he could sell it, he can technically he can accept money for it, even though he doesn't plan to give you this one. He plans to give you a different one, since he already has it in stock. He can accept the money for, assuming it's the same model, he can accept the money for it and lock in a price. And if he tells you he has it in stock, you don't have to go ask to see his warehouse, so you can assume that he actually has it. Continues the Ramah, It's only permitted if it's not clear that it's two different prices. Alva mafarish lemer if he says clearly and he tells you if you give me the money now I'll give it to you for ten but if you're not going to pay me till later then it's going to cost you twelve that already is auster. Continues the Rambo. One last halachah: v'chalze b'davar shemal siyadua. That's only something that has an exact valuation. Meaning, they're, they're, they each they each one is not unique. Avlam in shemal if Each one is unique. Afilo ain If he does not have it in stock shari, it's permissible. Abis tam b'shalav benfayresh. But again, it has to be without specifying the two prices. So we basically come out with three distinct heterim for accepting pre for protecting prepayments. If he has it in stock, yeshloi. That's known as the, you know, the Hetar of Yeshloi, so then you're allowed to accept the prepayment because I could technically deliver it right now. Second heter is Yotza If there's an established market price, so again you're allowed to accept prepayments at the market price. You can't give a discount, but you can accept it at the market price. The third one is Enshimosa if it's a unique item that has no, has no specific price, so then you're allowed to set a higher price or a lower price for the one who's going to pay up front, as long as it's not specified that there are two separate prices. If it's se- specified that it's two separate prices, then it would be usser in all cases.